Good evening. I hope you're all doing well. Today we are learning Maseches Baba Kama, Daf Samach Tes, and we're starting four lines down at the two dots, referencing a Gemara that we had the opportunity to see just yesterday. Gufa, the Gemara tells us something that we learned already. Amar Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan taught us, Gazal Veloni Siashu Habailim. So let's say I steal something. Now I have your animal in my possession. The halacha is shnehim einem yecholim lehakdish zela. I'm not allowed to be makdish the animal that I stole from you, and you're not allowed to be makdish the animal that uh, that I am holding, even though it's yours. And the Gemara explains zela fisha eno shelo, the zela fisha eno birshuso, because of the fact that the ma'isa. Uh, neither of us uh, have permission to do that. If I steal your animal, I can't be mocked as your animal. And if you steal my animal, so that's also unreasonable because at the end of the day, uh, that animal is not yours. That's what the Gemara says. We're five, six, seven lines down on Samach Tessamadalah. Does Rav Yochanan really say this din? Uh, that in a case where I steal from you, that I can't be maktish your material and you can't be maktish mine. After all, the Gemara says in his name, we know a well-known idea that there's a, the halacha is kista mishnah, that when we have a mishnah that has uh, no author, uh, then we typically paskin like that mishnah. And which mishnah is this? It's a, a mishnah that reads as follows. Utsnan, Kerem Revoi, this is a vineyard of fruits in their fourth year. We know, of course, that the Isser Orla lasts for three years, and in the fourth year, the food can be eaten. So by the Kerem Revoi, when it was in the fourth year, and Oso, they would mark off the vines of those grapes that were in their fourth year, the Kizuzos Adama, with clumps of dirt in a very specific format, and it was simana, and it was a simon to let you know about this kind of food. That ki adama, just like the ground itself. Ma adama ikahana That if you plant something in the ground in due time, you'll be able to benefit from it. Avhai nami, this uh, vine in particular too, the kerem revai, the fourth year of the vineyard. Again, the first three years are aser mido because of the iser orla. But in the fourth year, it's mutra to eat them. And it's just like the ground in that uh, the, the vine too, kimifrika, once it's been redeemed properly, then then you are allowed to benefit from it. So that's what we would do with fruits that are on Kerem Revoi, that are on a vineyard of uh, fruits in their fourth year. Vishal Orla, but if it were to have been a vine of something in one of the first three years, so then the halacha, of course, is going to be a little bit different. And there, we don't mark it with earth. We mark it instead with pieces of pottery to teach us something about that. Simona, this also is Simona Kicharasis, that there's something similar about these vines of the of the first three years, similar to cheres. Just like with cheres, there's nothing you can really benefit from the cheres in and of itself. It's inedible. The same exact thing would be true in regards to the vines of the fruits of Orla, which are completely ushered during the first three years. And this Mishnah continues. We have yet to get to the part that proves us, uh, that, uh, that uh, asks our question on Rav Yochanan. So let's figure that piece out, but we're not quite there yet. When there were to have been uh, burial plots, so then they also had to mark that off. Of course, we have to make sure in the times of the Beis HaMikdash that a person wouldn't become Tamemes or by Kohanim, that they can never become Tamemes unless it's the Sheva Krovim. So the Gemara says a little bit more than a third of the way down, they would use lime and simana and they did this as a simon because 
the lime was as white as was the material of bone. And they would stir water with the lime and then pour it all over the place. So that it would look very white everywhere. And therefore, people would avoid becoming tamemes. Again, a Kohen under all circumstances minus family. And in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, if a person would in fact become tamem, they would have to become tahor again before they'd go on harabayas, which of course is a massive issue. Amar of Shimon ben Gamliel, still in the same Mishnah, and we still have yet to get to the part that's a question on Rav Yochanan. We have to get there. What does Rav Shimon ben Gamliel say? When is it, and now we're going back to the beginning of this Mishnah, when is it that we're mitzayin in regards to Karim Ravoy? That's only b'shvis. That's only true in a year of shvis, where the fruits of that year are dehefker ninhu. But in the remaining years of the Shemitah, we do not require the uh, owner of those vines to do anything during the fourth year and to make that simen. Why not? Because literally this translates as pour this down the throat of the Russia and let him die. In other words, is to prevent somebody from doing an iser doesn't apply uh, every moment of every second. Of course, we're not allowed to be violating the iser of There are also lesser levels of this iser, like and those kinds of things that are kind of middle of the road, enabling people. But here, we don't have to put up a sign every time there's a food that's usher to eat. This guy should know. He's not, not allowed to eat your food. <laughs> don't take my food. During the Shemitah cycle, during the, during the Shemitah, the actual Shemitah year, of course, the food's hefker, so there's no Isser Geneva. But it's my vineyard. Don't take food from my vineyard. If you take from my vineyard, you're a rush. I don't have to put anything there. Just don't come in my yard. That's new in, and this is the line where we're going to see that Rav Yochanan is going to have a problem. The people who were tznuin, the people who are literally, it translates as modest, but the people who are, you know, maybe the chasidim, the people who are very, very careful, they would take coins. The omrim kol hanilkat Anything that uh, that will be collected in the future, anything that will be collected in the future, and this language is very important, then the money will go on this coin. Now, this we see is that we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We have no idea. So there's something else going on over here where we see that the money is with me and I don't know where the fruits are. And therefore, says the Gemara, uh, says this Mishnah, that it seems to work. And that's just to Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan wanted to say, like we started at the two dots on the top of the page, that if I stole your animal, that neither of us can be maktish because in one of those cases, you, the bailim, it's she'enu uh, birshusa, the animal's not on your property. Yet when it comes to being mechulal al hamaos, like we saw at the end of this Mishnah, the Chora, the Gemara says that that's not a problem. And even if it's eno birshusa, we seem to allow it. So that's a kasha on Rav Yochanan. And the Gemara says, um, two-thirds of the way down, on Samech Tesamet Aleph, three lines before the wide lines, the Gemara says, And perhaps you'll say, well, it's a little unclear from this Mishnah as to who the author is of this line that starts with the word Tznuin. And if you look in the Brisa, right at the halfway point on the page, it says, Amar of Yochanan, and then it says, and then it adds the line, Now, if this is the Shita of Rashbag, so then that's not a kasha on Rav Yochanan, because Rav Yochanan only holds like a Stam Mishnah, who says that Rav Yochanan agrees to Rashbag. The Gemara says, too bad. In this case, he holds like Rashbag anyways. Skipping the parentheses, the last of the short lines, Amar Rabba Barbarchana, Amar Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan himself said, Kol makom Rashbag that in general, in fact, everywhere, where Rashbag is quoted in a Mishnah, the Halacha is like him, with only three exceptions. Chutz me Erev 
the Raya Achrona. We're not going to get into what the, the Chutz things are. But the important part of this Mishnah is to say that whenever Rashbag's name appears, the halacha is like him, and including this case. So therefore, even though it's true, you in theory could argue that the language of Ehatznuin, the Marimakum that was a Kasha on Rav Yochanan, you're right. Maybe it wasn't a Stam Mishnah. And maybe really it was Rashbag, and therefore it shouldn't be a problem as it relates to Rav Yochanan's din of always following a Stam Mishnah. But it doesn't matter over here because the Misa, we hold like the Rashbag. And if we hold like the Rashbag, that means that we still have a case that's a stira to Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan wanted to say that if I steal your animal, you can't be makdish the animal because it's Eino Birshuso. And the Mishnah in the middle of the page said that we are allowed to be mechulal al hamaos, even though not all of the items are in the same location. Stira. And either it's because of Stam Mishnah, like we thought, or it's because of Rashbag, but we hold like Rashbag, even according to Rav Yochanan himself. So therefore the kasha remains on Rav Yochanan. The Gemara responds, eight lines from the bottom, second of the wide lines, Amre, lo teima kol hanilka. Don't say whatever will be in the future gathered, but let's instead change what the Mishnah said in the middle of the page. Instead of saying that whatever will be collected will be change it to uh, it's a different language. It's not a language of what will be in the future. It's a language of what happened in the past. And now we're going to be getting into the sugya again in Shas of Brera. And Brera is a discussion about whether or not something can be attributed as truth now, even though we don't know the truth yet. So here, if we say whatever will be in the future, like the original language, Nilkat, that's going to be Akasha on Rav Yochanan, because then the Ma'os are here and the, the fruits and vegetables are elsewhere, and that's Akasha on Rav Yochanan. But if we say, Kol Hamislaket Mizeh, in the past tense, whatever did happen, then that's not a problem, and that's not a kasha of Yochanan. So therefore, the Gemara tries to answer this way, by saying that it doesn't say nilkat of whatever will be, but rather mislakate whatever was. The Gemara says, umi amar Rav Yochanan hachi. Could Rav Yochanan actually hold that way? After all, amar Rav Yochanan, tznuin virebdosa amru davar echad. The Mishnah of tznuin that we just saw in the middle of the page, and the Shita of Rebbe Dosa that we're going to learn about now, they hold the same exact thing. Now, I'm just going to tell you in advance what's going to happen over here. Uh, let's just make this Gemara a little bit easier. We wanted to just say now that Snuman was talking about Mislakate, that when we said that the coins and the vegetation were not in the same place, it wasn't a question of what will be collected in the future, but rather what was collected in the past. But Ravdosa doesn't learn Snuman that way. And therefore, if Ravdosa and Snuman are the same, and if Ravdosa holds that in his own case, that it's talking about uh, nilkat in the future, then therefore it's new and must also be nilkat. So let's look at it inside. We just said the Amr of Yochanan, third line of the wide lines on Samach Tesem and Aleph. The Gemara says that uh, the Tznuin and Rabdosa Amr Davar Echa. The Rabdosa, nilkat ka'amar. He said nilkat. He said in the future. And therefore, we can't uh, we can't remove the kasha that we have on Rav Yochanan. Let's see Rabdosa inside. Rabdosa is dealing with the din of Leket. Says the Gemara, Miyama Rav Yochanan Hachi. How could that be? The Gemara, uh, sorry, Detanya, excuse me, we're four lines into the wide lines. Um, Rav Yehuda Omer, Shachris, in the morning, Balabais Omed, the master of the house would stand in, 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 his, uh, in his field. The Omer, Koshi Yilketu Anim Hayom Anything that will be in the future collected, anything that will be collected is going to be Hefker, future tense. 
Reb Yossi Omer, Leito Sai Erev, at night he would go out, Omer, Kol Shalaktu Aniyim, Yehe Hefker. He said, anything that they did in the past is going to be Hefker. So therefore, the question falls back on Reb Yochanan. The Gemara says, Epoch to Reb Yehuda, Lereb Dosa. Perhaps we should switch the sheet to Reb Yehuda and Reb Dosa. Reb Dosa, Reb Yehuda. And we should also uh, change the, the sheet to Reb Dosa. We should switch them. Says the Gemara, Amai Ifchas Masnisa. Why are you saying we should change the mission with Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Dosa? That that's Tanaim. It's easier to change the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan. Ifcha le Rabbi Yochanan, and then what? Then should you say Rabbi Yochanan shouldn't have said that the din is like Rabbi Dosa and Snuin, but rather it should be ve'emat Snuin ve'Rabbi Yehuda amru davar echad. So why did we change that? Amri, the Gemara says two lines from the bottom. Lo sagya, it's insufficient. The lo sagya de lo mishapeches masnisa. We actually need to change the Mishnah anyways. Why do we need to change the Mishnah? Because the Mishnah implies that in the way that it's structured right now, where it says that according to Yehuda, that the Balabais in the morning would stand in the field and say anything that will happen in the future will be Hefka retroactively. That implies that Rabbi Huda holds a Brera. The problem is, Rabbi Huda Be'alma, on the bottom line, it, the problem is that in general, Rabbi Huda does not hold a Brera. Really, the less lay Brera. Where do we know this from? That Rabbi Huda doesn't actually hold a Brera. It's not. We have a Mishnah that writes this. What does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says on the top of Samach Tes Amud Beis, that if, a person purchases wine from Kusim. These are people who are not trusted in regards to uh, Trumos and Maestros. Uh, and Rashi at the top of the page critically adds in the context. Rashi, Dibur HaMaschil, Halokech Yain Mi Bein HaKusim. This is a case of Be'erev Shabbos Bein HaShmashos. Kidetanya Betosefta, V'kidesh Alav Hayom. So this was on Erev Shabbos, during Bein HaShmashos, and the day set on him. Ve'ein lo malishtos b'Shabbos, ve'ein lo p'nai lahafresh. He has no wine to drink to make kiddush, and he has no no other way to be mafresh halachically. So that's our case on the top line of halokeach yain mibein hakusim. So what should he do? So the Tanakama writes, Omer shnei lugen shana ashani asib lahafresh arehin truma. Whatever I'll separate down the road will be truma. In other words. I'm going to drink wine right now. I don't know which particles of wine I'm going to pull out. There's billions of particles of wine. I just know that at some point I'm going to be giving over. Uh, I'm going to be giving over the truma. So for now, I'll drink the wine and I'll leave over enough for truma. And as well as sara maiserishon, test maiser sheni, all of the things that I need to give for maiser, I will do. Umechel, and then at that point we can make parts of the wine eligible, we can make them chulen, and therefore they can be used to be, to drink on Shabbos. Vishose, miyad, no problem at all. Divrei Reb Meir. Reb Meir certainly employs the idea of Brera. <laughs> Excuse me. Reb Meir certainly employs the idea of Brera. Mm-hmm. However, if you look in the Gemara, Samach Tesema Beis, four lines down, Reb Yehuda, uh, that's Reb Meir, Reb Yehuda, Reb Yosi, Reb Shimon, Osrin. Most importantly, that in this case, the name of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda in this brisa says, you may absolutely not do that with the yayin that you took me bein hakusim. You're not allowed. Why? Because fundamentally, Rabbi Yehuda does not hold a brera. If he did hold a brera, this would have been the classical case to apply it in. So therefore, the Mishnah that we saw on the bottom of Samach Tesamadal, 
left an open implication that Rabbi Yehuda holds a brera, but that's not true. So therefore, we chose to flip the brisa, and that would be a better solution. And therefore, Kasha, what should we do? The Gemara says five lines down. Amre, sof sof, amayka ifchas lalamas nisen, mishum dekasha de Rabbi Yehuda ad Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, we said that the reason why we wanted to flip the Mishnah was because of the fact that we had a problem with Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, so I understand why you did that. But hashtanami kasha de Rabbi Yochanan ad Rabbi Yochanan. But that also causes for a machlokes internally within Rabbi Yochanan. De Amris, Rabbi Yochanan said, De Amris, Rabbi Yochanan, lo tema kol hanilkat, ela kol hamislake. We wanted to say in the name of Rav Yochanan that really the Mishnah that we saw in the middle of Samech Tesamad Aleph was talking about the future, that we didn't want to say that it was talking about the future of Nilkat, whatever will be in the future uh, placed against this coin. Rather, we wanted to say Kolam Islaket as a past tense, whatever was pulled, we are going to put against this coin. Alma, it seems from Rav Yochanan that Islay Brera, but that's not possible. That's not possible. Because Rav Yochanan himself also doesn't agree to Brera. He's similar to Rav Yehuda. Ravasi, who was a Talmud of Rav Yochanan, said in the name of Rav Yochanan, Ha'achin, you have brothers, Shechilku. They were splitting up their Yerusha. So there are two models. Either there's Brera uh, or there isn't. So here, they don't hold a Brera. They're considered like purchasers. And the two of them... At the end of the Yovel, each of them have to give back the properties to whatever the estate would be of the father. We're not going to get into this sugya, but the point is that we see over here that Rav Yochanan does not hold of Rera, and therefore we have a stira within Rav Yochanan. Elul Olam, the Gemara says, don't worry, really, it's kol han nilkat. Really, the Mishnah in the middle of Samech Tes, Samech Aleph, is nilkat in the future. And really, it is a Stam Mishnah. But this Stam Mishnah is actually not a good Mari Makom for Rabbi Yochanan, because in fact, he has a different one. Ella, the Gemara says, uh, uh, sorry. Yes, Ella Le'olam Kola Nilkat, we're 10 lines down or so on Samech Tes, Samech Beis. Rabbi Yochanan, Stama Acharina Ashkach. Rabbi Yochanan has another Stam Mishnah. What is this other Stam Mishnah of Rav Yochanan? Ditznan. And we've seen this already. We saw this just a couple of days ago on Samach Beis, Amid Beis. Ditznan. Ein hagonev achar haganev, mishalem tashlume kefel. I steal from, from Ruvain and you steal from me. So you're the gonev achar haganev. You stole from the ganev. So the halacha is that ein hagonev achar haganev, the second thief does not pay kefel. Asks the Gemara, am I? Why is that true? I understand why the second uh, Ganev is not going to be paying the first Ganev. That part I understand. After all, the Gunab mi because the Pasuk says that it's stolen from a person and not when you steal from the Ganev himself. But we should say that the second person, the second Ganev, is Chayev to pay the Bailim of the actual item, the actual owner. It must therefore be, and this is where Rabbi Yochanan gets his din from, because remember where we started today at the two dots on the top of Samach Aleph, of Samach Tesamad Aleph, where we said that Rabbi Yochanan taught us this din, Shmamina, here's his Marimakom, Zelafisha'eno Shalom, the Zelafisha'eno Birshuso. So really what we end, what ended up happening, and the Gemara is about to ask on this as a minute, in a minute, is that we have two Stam Mishnas. One of them was quite difficult. That was the Bryce we saw in the middle of Samach Tesamad Aleph, where we said, is it Nilkat? Is it not Nilkat? Because we were asking a Kashan of Yochanan. And the Gemara says, forget that. That Stam Mishnah is not a Kashan of Yochanan. I have another Stam Mishnah, the case of 
And the second Marimakom is supportive of Rav Yochanan, Shalom Yisrael. Very good. So it says the Gemara, that's nice and all, but one third of the way down, Samach Tesem at Beis. Umay Chaz is to Azal Basar HaHistama. Le'avit Ki Hastama Ditznuen. Well, is this some kind of game? You have two Mishnayis that are Stam. One of them becomes difficult, and therefore you pick another one. This is not arbitrary. If the halacha is kistam mishnah, then we have a problem because the two mishnahs don't match. The two stam mishnahs don't match. How is it that Rav Yochanan is able to pick the mishnah that works for him and not the mishnah that doesn't? Says the Gemara, nah, we, that's not a fair question. Certainly not the way I phrase it. Really, the right to, thing to do is like we did, is to say that the second stam mishnah is a little bit better, the one of gunav mi beisaish. Why? Because the Gemara says, mishum de lekra, because we have a pasuk that supports the second pasuk. Just like a bias has to be in your rishus, so the Gemara says that this is a beautiful marimakom to support the idea of Rav Yochanan, the din that we started with today, that when your own property is in someone else's hands, you cannot be makdashit. And the second brisa supports that. And there's a pasuk that doubles down on that. That's why we say that. We're now going to learn three different statements based on something that we learned today and what would have happened if we didn't have that something. On the bottom of Samach Tesam and Aleph, we had said in the name of Rav Yochanan that the Tznuin and Rav Dosa hold the same thing. So now we're going to see a couple of shitas. We'll see one in the name of Abaye. We'll see one in the name of a couple of other people. And then we will end at the top of, uh, of Ayin Amad Aleph, moving into the next uh, set of numbers here into the 70s. So let's get started with Abaye. Amar Abaye, we're right halfway down. If not for the fact that Rav Yochanan said that the Shita of Rav the Shita of Tznuin, namely the Mishnah in the middle of Samach Dal Ramadal, and the Shita of Rav Dosef, not for the fact that he said that they were one, Hava Amina Abaye says, I never would have put them together. I would have said Tznuin Islahu de Rav Yosi that yes, the Mishnah in the middle of Samach Tesamid Aleph would agree to Rav Yosi, but Rav Yosi less laid the Tznuin. But Rav Yossi would not agree, Rav Dosa would not agree to the Mishnah in the middle of Samach Tesh Why is that? Because six lines before the Y lines, Tznuin, the Mishnah of Tznuin, Islahu de Rav Dosa, that Rav Dosa could agree with, because Uma Beganev of Durabonon Takanta, just like in regards to the Ganev, if a person steals the Mishnah in the middle of Samach Tesh Aleph, made an accommodation for, uh, for a Ganev, that there could still be uh, a removal of the status of that food so that there's no Isra in eating it. Then over here by the Rabdosa case, by the Leket Pasha, we're, if we're going to be accommodating to a Ghan of Pasha, we're going to be accommodating to an Ani. Obviously, that's true. But Rabdosa less laid the Tznuin. But Rabdosa would not agree with the Tznuin because takanta. I might have thought that only in regards to an Ani would we make such a Takana. But in regards to a thief, I would have thought Lo takanta. So therefore, without the statement of Rav Yochanan equating the Mishnah of Tznuin with Rav Dosa, I never would have thought they would have been in the same category, so says Abaye. And two-thirds of the way down, two lines before the wide line, Samach Tesem and Beis, Amar Rabbah, a similar line, but with different rationales. He loved Amar Rav Yochanan, Tznuin, Rav Dosa, Amar Dabar Echad. If not for the fact that Rav Yochanan equated the Mishnah in the middle of Samach Tesem and Aleph about Tznuin, and the Shita of Rav Dosa, they, they were not unified as one Shita. Havamina, I might have thought, Mantana Tznuin. I might have thought that the author of the Mishnah about Tznuin in the middle of Samach Tesamid Aleph is Rav Meir. Is Rav Meir he? Lavama Rav Meir. Doesn't this align with another Shita of Rav Meir? 
that he holds Maiser and Mamon Gavahu. Maiser really belongs to the Beis HaMikdash. Even though that's true, but even though it really does belong to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that that's true, the fact is that the Torah does put it into the ownership of the master of the house. Look at the language of the Pasuk. And we, we see from this Pasuk of Karya Rachmana Ma'asro. It's his Meiser, that it really belongs to the Gavoa. Umbosif Chomesh. And uh, we also add that Chomesh. That's what the Pasuk says. Kerem Revai Nami. I would have thought the same thing by Kerem Revai, by the fruits of the fourth year that are on the vine. Gamar Kodesh, Kodesh Mi Meiser. And we would learn Kodesh, Kodesh Mi Meiser, from the same Meiser that we just spoke about in regards to Rav Yochanan. Ksiv Hacha, Kodesh Hilulim. In regards to Kerem Revai, we have Kodesh Hilulim. Uchsiv Gabe Meiser. In regards to Meiser, it says, V'chol Ma'asar Ha'aretz, Mizer Ha'aretz, Mipreyes Eitz La'ashem Hu Kodesh. Ma Kodesh Tichsiv Gabe Meiser. And just like the Kodesh by the words, uh, of Meiser, there, Afal Gav de Mamon Gavahu, that even though really Meiser belongs to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, still the Indian Padia, Ukme Rachmana Birshusei, Afal Pikain, the Torah did put the Meiser into his Rishus, Afai, the same thing would be true in the case of Kerem Revoi, Afai Kodesh Nami, the Chsiv Gabe Kerem Revoi, that Afal Gav de Lav Mamon Didehu, Linyan Achule, Ukme Rachmana Birshusei, that the Torah still puts it into his property, to Haki Ise Birshusei Nami. That really, even when it's in his property, it doesn't belong to him. Nevertheless, he's allowed to make it into chul and to drink it. That makes sense over there by the grapes that he's allowed to do that. But in regards to the case of Rebdosa, I wouldn't have thought that it was in the same category as our Mishnah. Because because the Leket was actually his, if I'm the owner and I drop a piece of Leket, it's still it was mine initially, then that only when it's in my Rishus can I be mafkirate. I might have thought that the two cases are not comparable. The case of Tznuin and the case of uh, no, the case of Tznuin Sorry, he just lost my uh, train of thought here. The case of Tznun and the case of Reb Dosa. So I might have thought that they were different. That's why Rabbah says I needed I needed Rabbi Yochanan's comment. I never would have thought to learn that way because I would have thought that they were different. That by the case of Meiser, I would have had one thought. And by the case of Karim Rabbi, I would have thought something totally different. And similarly, and the last piece of Gemara for tonight, the Gemara says three lines from the bottom on Samach Tesamit base. Amar Ravina. Ilav to Amar Rav Yochanan, Tznun, Reb Dosa, Echad. If not for the fact that that uh, that Rav Yochanan equated the Shita of Tznuin and Rabdosa. Havamina mantan Tznuin Rabdosa. I might have thought that that Mishnah was Rabdosa himself. I might have thought that. That's possible. Kihechi delo Mishnah the Rav Yochanan would have been a convenient way for Rav Yochanan to get out of this pickle that he was in on the Amud Aleph, where we thought that the Stam Mishnah was a Kashan. Now, if it's not Stam, if it's Rabdosa, then there's no Kash anymore. Says the Gemara, the Rav Yochanan. Turning to the sta- to the top of Ayin Amidah, Rav Yochanan had it in fact been the case that this Mishnah was a, the Stam Mishnah that we thought was Stam is actually Rav Dosa Kistam Yechida Lo Amar. If in fact we know that it's a Stam Mishnah, but we also know that the Stam Mishnah is Rav Dosa, then it's really not so Stam. And like a Stam Yechida Lo Amar, I might have thought that that Shita of Rav Dosa and that Stam Mishnah, I might have thought that uh, that he held that way. Turns out that if we know that the author is Rav Dosa, then it can't be Akasha on Rav Yochanan. So that's how the Gemara concludes these three cases. Again, all of them hinging on the fact that Rav Yochanan said that the Mishnah in the middle of Samech Tesem about Snuin, and 
the Shita of Rabdos in regards to Leket, Rav Yochanan equated them, and therefore Abaye, Rava, and Ravina all said that was a very important thing that happened. Otherwise, we all would have made a lot of mistakes in understanding that Shita. We're going to stop right here on the top line of Ayin Amad Aleph. I plan to be back in person tomorrow in Yerzah Hashem, and we'll start at the very top of this page. Wishing you all a beautiful night.